Okay, so we do this open? Let's yeah, do let's, this open. let's do this. Okay. Studies show that people who have a plan to vote vote more often than if you don't. Stuff happens, right? Maybe your truck is stuck in the shop getting a hitch installed. Maybe your futon got crushed and you got delayed and couldn't make it. Maybe it's raining. Maybe you just don't feel like going out. Maybe you're quarantining, like some people should be doing. Regardless, whoever you are, have a plan. If your state lets you vote early and doesn't make you drive an hour to do it, go vote early, either in person or by mail. If you aren't sure of the rules in your state, go to Vote Save America slash your state. So if you're in Iowa, that's votesaveamerica.com slash Iowa. Vote Save America slash your state. You keep dropping the dot com there. <clears throat> oh, Vote Save America. Thank you. VoteSaveAmerica.com. Dang it. I, I was in Twitter mode there. My, that's my bad. <laughs> you did it the first time and I let you go. The second time I'm like, okay, all right. Now, now we probably got to clean that up. <laughs> Thank you. Tech corner tip. If your state has two words like North Carolina, leave out the space. We promise that will be the only tech corner tip for this show. Super. Let's play the music. failure is always an option. That was, you know what that was? That was the full theme. That didn't even fade out. <laughs> failure is clearly an option. <laughs> we we only have two buttons for the theme. There's the short one and the long one. You know what? Once again though, it's editorial decisions on your part. You choose what you think what you think needs to be. Apparently we needed to give the long theme for a change. There you go. Enjoy. What we probably need to do now is you need to put the short theme at the end, which will just screw everything up. Hi, toddlers. <laughs> Thanks for joining. So when we say just just a little side note here, when we say hi, toddlers, in my mind, I'm spelling that H-E-Y as a little shout out to Greg. Hey. Hey, no, no, it's not hey. It's hi. It's not Greg hey. No. It's Greg hi. It's Greg hi. Yes. But it's spelled H-E-Y. Yeah. So when I say hi, toddlers. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You know what? You should not have introduced any of that to me. Now that's just going to, you know what? I'm never going to be able to cover that right because it's spelled. Do I spell it right? Do I spell it wrong? How do I? You know what? That's. I'll let you handle that. Hi, toddlers. <laughs> hey, Greg. Hi. Did I get that right? You did. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, how's your week? You know, um, since we've last recorded, it's been pretty quiet. Nothing really's happened, so not a lot going on, really. Yeah, I mean, there's just been, you know, I know, I know, we we struggled to come up with the content actually for this week because it's been so quiet and nothing to talk about. The other podcast, however, is now uh, eighteen hours for this episode alone. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, busy, but, busy, busy but, week on that podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's huge, right? Like, I mean, the. Uh, we we've done seven episodes in four days of that podcast. This one, it's been pretty quiet. Crickets. Yeah. 
It's better in this podcast, by the way. It's so much yeah. better. Yeah. So live here. Don't <laughs> live in that other podcast. Oh, yeah. How about your week? Quiet too? Yeah, actually. Yeah, quiet. Played golf on Tuesday. It's been gorgeous out here. It's been 80 the last couple of days. Just absolutely really, really nice. Yeah, it's it's uh it's out of the hundreds here. So uh it's it's getting it's getting nice as well. So, you know, it's that crisp fall, early October fall weather in the mid nineties. Uh, you know, it's football weather or not. I, I heard you broke out the golf clubs. I did. I did. I uh I, I did I did break out the golf clubs this week. How'd that go? You know, it's a bad sign when you break out the golf clubs and then you think, when's the last time I actually had these out? And then you and then you tee up a ball and you hit it and you go, Oh, it's been that long. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh anyway, yeah. That's uh it was very nice of them to invite me never to come back to that course. Um, I thought that was they didn't have to put it in a formal letter. I, I would have taken the, the, the verbal invitation. Um, but the letter was nice. I mean, certified mail and all that was cool. They didn't, uh, they didn't give you hand signals. Well, it has, it, it started with that. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's the shouting then the hand signals and then, uh, and then the marshal who's just a guy turns out and then, you know, actually none of that happened, but wouldn't that be cool? That'd be a better story than what I did out there. So here's the thing. I went out with a certain number of clubs and I came back with the same number of clubs and the, the exact clubs I started with intact, which, you know, that's not nothing. That's, so that's not nothing. Oh, all right. So, so you've been golfing and I've hit some golf balls. Okay. Uh, how about last week? Well, and if we're honest, I hit some golf balls, not all of the ones I paid for. I mean, that was a big bucket of, of balls at the driving range. I, I hit most of them. Some of them escaped, but that's fine. So anyway, any feedback from last week? We had we had several pieces of feedback. Okay. When we got to the section where we were talking about Subway. And the sugar bread. Yeah. <laughs> and the Subway and the sugar bread. Yes. Yeah, and the, the donuts that they serve lunch and meat in or on. Yeah. Uh, yes. We were hamming it up too much, possibly, because we were directed not to pun on Subway anymore. I notice you put the pun first and then the directive second. Yes, because I can't do it the other way. <laughs> yeah, because this way is so much better. Right. Oh, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. You're such a turkey. I. <laughs> the problem is, is your argument is full of holes like Swiss cheese. So... Well, the puns just keep sprouting up. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. We need to stop this. Let us move on. (laughs) How about that? Yeah, I'm just going to be quiet. And hopefully either you get it out of your system or you move on. One or the other. (laughs) Because I feel like if I say anything, this is just encouraging. So let's see. Um, So Sarah, Sarah told us a subway joke that we can't put on the air. And then she told me about hanging jokes that they used to use in training when she was a writer for like training manuals and training videos. Okay. They would, they would use hanging jokes where you just tell the punchline and you don't tell the setup or you just tell the setup and you don't tell the punchline. Right. Okay. So you can get away with it, which is often how like TV shows get by the censors, right? 
because Sorkin Sorkin used to do this all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. He didn't laugh at the joke. You remember the West Wing episode about he didn't laugh at the joke? Oh, I don't. I mean, that's, that's a little different thing where they never actually tell the joke, but they just refer to it. Right, right. right? Kind of like, well, kind of, actually kind of like what we do on this podcast. Right, yeah. It's all, right. We, I mean, we, pretty much most of the quote unquote comedy on this is just in reference to what every what we're telling people was funny in the past. So I said to the man, I said, look. Yeah, right. Still funny. It is still funny. See, I thought um, I, I thought the hanging joke was more like what we used to do. And again, going back down, right, in high school, where I would tell the setup and then we would go into separate classes and then 43 minutes later, walk out of the classes and then just start with the punchline. <laughs> sometimes we remembered the setup. Sometimes we didn't. It doesn't matter. It's always nope. funny. So I said to the man, I said, look. <laughs> Just right in the middle of the conversation. We just pick it right up where we left off. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Sorkin, Sorkin used to do this all the time. There's, have you ever been on a website called TV tropes? No, I have not. So they chronicle, well, for example, you know, you're watching an episode of three's company and it's the one where there's this confusion. Oh, that one. Right. Oh yeah. Could have very easily been cleared up. With a single sentence. Yes. But nobody said the sentence. Right. Which then hilarity ensued. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. Yes. Good. Excellent. Yeah. That's so, yeah. so you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So for example, they so they've got every time a TV show uses a character with a split personality or every time somebody tells a joke about a voodoo doll. Or every and over and over and over and over. Uh, anytime there's a song parody, and then there's a list of all of the episodes of everything where they use song parody. It's a really, really neat little resource. TVtropes.org is what it is. Really, really super. So anyway, so you can go back and you can look at all of the times where they used, you know, a hanging punchline. Where, and it's totally wiki. So any if you have one that's not there, you can drop it in. And I mean, it's a fun little website. It um, needs it needs its own wing just for Aaron Sorkin though, because Sorkin has his own. Like oh yeah, like like Sorkin is like there's Sorkin inside of Sorkin inside of Sorkin, right? <laughs> like between the episodes all being named the same and the walk and talks and all like yeah, all all of the Sorkinisms. Exactly. Where you can actually create a brand new Aaron Sorkin show by literally taking words and lines from uh, from all of his shows, splitting them up, and it still works. So you can start, you could do a walk and talk with somebody with, with three characters. Well, it's usually two characters. You could take somebody from Sports Night and somebody from Sunset Studio 60. You could literally go back and forth and they could have a full conversation, walk and talk. <laughs> that would make perfectly good sense. It wouldn't, Yes. The only thing you had to do to make me happy was come home at the end of the day. There, right? Cut and paste. Cut, cut and paste. And just paste. cut yep. and paste. Copy paste. Yep. 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 It's like I'm getting screwed with my pants on. Oh. You're getting screwed with your pants on over and over. Right? Yes. Was it during the debate last night? Amy says to me, the vice president said something about the health care plan that the Trump administration has. Okay. And Amy and I looked at each other and went, 
wait, you have a plan? And and Amy says, is this like the, what was the West Wing thing about the, and I said, the secret plan to fight inflation? <laughs> so you have a healthcare plan, but you're keeping it a secret? <laughs> That's, that is one of my all-time favorite West Wing episodes. Uh, Joshua! <laughs> CJ goes for Woot Canal. I had Woot Canal. Or Sam, uh, he went to Foggy Bottom. He went to Foggy Bottom? No, not really. I just wanted to see if I could make you say Foggy Bottom. Okay, so this episode co-written by Aaron Sorkin. Cool. Oh, so funny. So, so funny. Good. Uh, and did you see... Uh, okay, so maybe we're jumping ahead here, but did you see that The West Wing is doing a special episode on HBO Max? I did not. Yes. No. Oh, or they're they're maybe they're redoing an episode. I don't know something something about West Wing and HBO Max. Google it. <laughs> and if you want more information on that, Google it. Google it. <laughs> and in our house, we say that a lot. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I've told you the story of that one. Uh, I believe it was the 2012 Olympics, and Meredith Vieira. Do, have we covered this on this show? I feel like I we have. I think we have, but yeah. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Broadcaster. Yeah, and if you want to know more, here's this country, and here's this country, and here's this country. And if you want to know more about it, Google it. So there you go. If if that's 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 what news has gotten to. That was 2012 news. You know what? We're here to, what, if, you know what? You need to do half the work. Uh, I did. I was doing a conference one time, and because we were, we were trying to squeeze as absolutely much as we possibly could into a day and a half conference. We did not do, I said, I told the speakers, give me your best two sentence bio introduction. We're not going to read your entire CV, right? Just write me two sentences that you want to be introduced with, right? So at the beginning of the conference, I laid this out for all of the attendees said, okay, here's the deal. We are, we want to get to as much content as we possibly can. So we're, we're just doing these really, really short intros. And if you want to know more about Pete, you can Google him. Oh, I see. Oh, you're big time. You started throwing that out. I actually, I actually said that from the podium at one of my conferences. Yes, I did. Okay. All right. Well, now I know. Uh, let's see other stuff from last week before we get to our, our, our main topic stuff. Let's see. Sarah said Sarah's comment about you getting bumped for Regis Philbin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about dead air. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was gonna say we should run some of this past her first, but I think you've pretty much got most of that, those, that area taken care of. So he gets, <laughs> bad oh and her other her other question was about the emojis discussion that we had yeah yeah and how they have you said they have standard artwork that no one has to adopt it's technically uh oh see we said we weren't going to go into todd's tech corner but this is follow-up so um it is it's not standard it is they they commission reference artwork okay so they show they do reference artwork and then but nobody get can use it. Ah, okay. Just like a standard? 
I, I do not think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> yeah, I may have. I, I, I went way, way too far down the emoji. Uh, that, that, that wasn't supposed to be that big of discussion on how emoji make it from somebody's head into, into your phone. So I may have misspoke. So sorry I, about that. I actually, in, I enjoyed that discussion. Um, and we did get positive Todd's Tech Corner reviews. Oh, um, okay. The thing about um, the tracking and the tracker blocker stuff from two episodes ago. Yeah. Somebody said that was really, really cool. The oh. privacy stuff that was in there, they thought that was really interesting. So the downside is, is we don't know who made that because they'd blocked all of our tracking of them. So, so it was an anonymous, it was an anonymous, it was an anonymous <laughs> uh, dig nabbit. <laughs> did you know, did you know that shout hub already exists? I, I did not. Oops. <laughs> Does it do what we thought it was going to do or is it something else? No, um, it's a website that you can go and sign up to create an online business where you help other online businesses manage their public presence and their comments and comments on their websites and comments on social media. Not going to say the other thing, but on social media. Um, and so it is a, it is a hub for you to manage people shouting at you. Oh, well, that sounds so much better than our idea. Yeah, but our idea came from Jake and it's way more fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we want to, we want to, we want to incorporate corporate synergy in a B2B kind of manner uh, and facilitate uh, customer interaction with the CRM capabilities of uh, what? No, no, no. We're going to do the other no, 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 thing. No. We're going to do the other I thing. I want to order a beer. Yeah. No, 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 no. I want to order a beer. Yeah, that's what I want. Oh, yeah, we can do that too. Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah that's fine. We, oh, get, we, we, got, we got 20 million of VC funding. We can do almost anything you want before this money runs out. That's shouthub.biz. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get them confused. Yeah, that's a different thing altogether. Yeah. The list of things that we're not allowed to say since I just I just avoided saying one of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, seems to continue to grow. Yep. Uh, I'm wondering if we would be allowed to make a mug or something of the phrases and topics that are banned from talking to Todd. So my gut tells me that we would be because as long as the mug doesn't waste waste people's time who don't want to hear that stuff. <laughs> really? I mean, that's the thing, right? It's, it's not, it's not, there isn't, there isn't like a moral objection to discussing this stuff. It mostly comes down to, I don't want to listen to that. So, um, you know, if we, if we, if we have, if we have something else, if we have a different channel for that, that's fine. Right. Oh my goodness. That's the third podcast now. That, right. That, that may be the podcast within a podcast. <laughs> so we're going to take the next seven minutes and 30 seconds to talk about a whole bunch of crap that people have told us stop talking about. If you don't want to listen to it, just jump forward seven minutes and 30 seconds. If you're glutton for punishment, hang on to your rattles. <laughs> Did you have any follow-up? Did you have anything you needed to clean up from last week? Um, well, general follow-up. So number one, as I was preparing, as I do, uh, the hours of preparation that go into this, um, 
to, to produce this. Um, minutes, hours, minutes. You know what? Time is real. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> what? You've, you've, you've not watched the first episode of the HBO anthology, true detective. Have you clearly? No. Okay. So what I would say is if you're looking for, we'll, we'll talk about other stuff to watch. Um, the first it's an anthology series. So it, each season, right? You have different characters. The first season of true detective, which was on HBO starring Woody Harrelson and is this Matthew the Mc- one with McConaughey McConaughey. Yes. Okay. Watched it. It's incredibly weird. It's really good. They're both good in it. And McConaughey is more McConaughey than you've ever seen <laughs> right near the end. Time um, is a flat circle. Yes. Time is a flat circle. If you've watched it, you will know exactly what I mean. If you haven't, I, I go ahead and watch it. According to all the reviews, that's probably the last one you should watch. Anyway, a couple Sorry, of episodes. I, yeah, totally. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. You're just, you're just all, you're, you're on YouTube now looking at it, aren't you? I'm gone. I'm just, I just totally check. Okay. Oh no. It's tell you what, if, if you, you know what, if you don't watch the whole thing, if you just watch, go to figure out wherever you can find it and do time as a flat circle, true detective, and just watch like the three or four minute clip. It's, it's impressive. Okay. You know what? You, you know what you should do? If you don't understand it, Google it. Okay. <laughs> So, so a couple of episodes ago, I, I was telling the story about how, oh, that this quarterback somehow managed to get injured during pregame warmups. And what did he do? Right. And we, you know, did he, right. did he slip? Right. 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 And then yeah, it turns out the, the team doctor, the yeah. team doctor punctured his lung with a right. pain killing shot. Right. And at the time you said, well, you can't lose your job due to injury, especially if the team doctor is the one that injures you. Right. Yeah. That's, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Um, that does not apply to the, to the Los Angeles Chargers of the NFL. Um, breaking news, according to ESPN, the Chargers have now named Justin Herbert the starting quarterback going forward. So he did lose his job after being injured, and he's not getting it back. So... <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you football players. Whatever you do, keep the team doctor away. <laughs> do you do you remember do you remember a Saints quarterback named Bobby Ebert? The funny thing is when you said do you remember a Saints quarterback? Do you know what the first so I'm I'm assuming it's not the first, it's not the one right now. You know what name popped into my head? Ebert. Because that's the only other Saints quarterback I can remember. <laughs> yes. When this rookie for the Chargers his name popped up for me. I'm like, huh, I wonder if they're related. No, no, no. This is Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, 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 this isn't. Yeah. Cause, cause Bobby Abair, I, I believe he was from Louisiana. Right. Yeah. So, so that's Herbert. Nope. Abair. Nope. Yep. The Chargers Favre. guy. Nope. Favre. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go with Favre on that. You know, you, you got your, you got your Gus Farratt situation, right? Where he headbutts a wall. Yes. And, and misses, he gets, he manages to find the space between the padding and gives himself a concussion and injures himself and takes him out of a game from headbutting a wall. I mean, at that point, you're like, mm, that's kind of on you. Uh, you shouldn't have gotten a painkilling shot anyway. So um, there's follow up on that one. And then the, the other one, the other thing I was just going to follow up from our cold open by the way, are we now, are we now, a, a, uh, is this a public interest podcast with that cold open? It's entirely possible. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, we're basically PBS. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, not really. I was going to, I was going to, I was going to throw out, uh, we were talking about where to go vote and, and, and make sure you go out and vote and vote earlier. Where, where are the places where, where have you, you know, it used, it feels like it used to be like when I was growing up, the voting in, in town, the entire half of our town or the, the, the West side of the town all went and voted at the school. Right. Right. Remember like it was a big deal for elementary school. Cause also the voting machines would show up these massive things, the levers or whatever. And then, and then I think that's, a, I came back from college and the first time I voted was I think in my elementary school. But then I, I move I move away and I go do other stuff and then and then you know you start going and voting in different places where where have you like what like what physical locations that are not like say public buildings have you voted in Let's see in Beaverdale we voted in we started out voting in Perkins Elementary and then we also voted in the church that was Kitty Corner across the block and then we also voted in another church that was north just a ways, but had, you know, plenty of parking in a gathering hall, plenty of room to spread out and have lots of voting tables, voting booths. Then when we've moved, when we moved down here to Norwalk, the Methodist church, the Catholic church, and we did vote at the police station one time. Wow. Okay. Okay. But they keep moving it around. Yeah. So, so the reason I ask is when we used to live up in the North Country, it it bounced like we we voted at the kids' school one time or a couple of times, and then one year it was it was at a it was at a greenhouse, like this private business um, that was a greenhouse in our neighborhood on voting day said, yep, we're the precinct. And they're, I mean, I don't think they were moving any plants that day because the entire, they, their parking lot wasn't huge. And so it was just a business. Um, I think that was the first, I, we took one of, we, we made sure to take the kids with us and let them see how to vote. So I think that was one of the times the kids came with us. I remember voting one time in a assisted living facility, like in the lobby. Again, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a, it was a private facility um, that hosted it. But what made me really think about this though, about, about this is, so for the last couple of years, I voted in a different state that has sort of different, um, when you move states, you realize that your, your state might do things a certain way that another state doesn't. The last time I voted in a congressional election, the last major vote that we had, the midterms, I voted uh, early, I think, at at a grocery store. So the grocery store, uh, you go, you park in there, you go into the grocery store, and then they've got the place where you can go vote. Um, here's the funny. Well, the line was pretty long. We actually, uh, as soon as you came in, you had to get checked in, and then and then the line went all the way up the bread aisle, and then you curved around. <laughs> actually, sorry, scratch that. Uh, now that I think about it, you were in the freezer aisle, going to the back of the store. And then you curved around and then you were in the bread aisle and then you had to snake around the produce aisle a bit till you got to where you're going to vote. But guess which department had the voting machines in it? Um, I'm trying it, to come up with something funny. It would be very, very handy for this year, I think. Prophylactics? <laughs> oh, my God. That's even better. But that's usually not a whole department. <laughs> like, I don't know what grocery stores you go to. That's not like a whole department. Um. Alco- alcohol? 
It was. <laughs> so, so after you line up through the freezer, pass the bread, and then go around the produce, when you came time to vote, you went into the alcohol area. And to separate the voting machines, because they had to make room for them, they literally had cases of uh, booze and wine stacked up to form little walls for the voting booth. And what I can tell you is, from where I lived previously, that would not have happened. (laughs) Vote for John Bush. I'm just thinking if you really want to get voter turnout, that's what you do is look, uh, you, once you cast your ballot, instead of getting the I voted sticker, you can just grab a bottle. It's whatever you want. Just grab it on the way out. Susie Naturalite. Really? Is that who I'm running for? Apparently our next congressman is Jim Bean. <laughs> Governor is Jack Daniels. <laughs> and some guy named Tito. I don't know. I don't even know. Yep. Yep. Uh, mayor is Samuel Adams. This is getting weird. Uh, All these write-in votes. Head of head of the councils, Jose Cuervo. <laughs> so you know what? I mean, it was good. It was the entire. From what I understand, the entire grocery chain opened. They they did that. They opened up there, and and it wasn't just on voting day. They they opened up like three weeks early, and you could do early vote two weeks early. You could do early voting anytime you wanted in the grocery store, which I thought was actually really nice of the grocery store chain to do that. Um, you're already going there to get groceries, right? So you might as well, you could just pop in and, and, uh, and do voting. But I just found it funny of, well, we're going to have to, we're going to have to move the cases in case of alcohol to put in the ballots. Yeah, it sounds about right. Did I see that the Atlanta Hawks were hosting early voting in their arena? So I know that part of part of the commitment that was made by a number of team owners, not just in the NBA, but in major league sports from dis, from discussions, right, that were in June and July was that they were going to make available their stadiums for voting places because they have lots of parking and um, you can socially distance in these things. So I know that a number of teams had um, were going to offer them up. I also know that I did read that the uh, Brewers and the Bucks offered their facilities um, as early voting places. And I just read something recently that said that they had to not use those because according to state law, you had to designate all early voting places by like June 12th. And so they, they designated the stadiums as early voting places on September 1st, which would then violate state law. So no early voting could take place there. But, you know, I think, I think overall, if you, if we, you know, if we take the long view and we, we think, you know, we think long-term as long as we have voting in the future, that opening up stadiums uh, is a great thing uh, to allow to allow more space. Um, so hopefully, hopefully the owners of uh, and you know it's it's weird because like there are places like in a lot of these places. I mean, in Denver, the football stadium is owned by the city, so it's technically it's well it's it's owned by a subset of the city or whatever. I mean, it's technically it's a public property anyway, so maybe we should have been using these places, but why not? Yeah, you know, hey. Uh, we're going to need parking for like, I don't know, 4,000 people. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got that. It's $10. To vote? No, to park. No, to park. Yeah. And you can get a hot dog while you're standing in line. You, sh- you, can, use, you can use Shout Hub, get your beer delivered. <laughs> the next thing on the list, I'm not sure that it's kind of follow-up, I guess, anyway. Because how many weeks in a row have you promoted Ted Lasso? 
More than I should have and less than I wanted. Seems fair. A lot. Yes, a lot. (laughs) So Saturday, it was, I don't know, 45, 48, rainy, gross day outside. So Amy says, hey, you want to watch Ted Lasso? And she had already watched the first episode and I hadn't watched anything. So she we we watched the first episode. Okay. Obviously she liked it enough to watch it a second time. So that yeah. was that was good. Okay. So you watched right. the first episode and then what? And I commented this was good but I really liked it when it was major league. Yes, I could see why. Th- yes, I get that. It's same same general plot. Yep. Right? Got that. Yep. Wife of the owner takes over the team. And then you've, she hires somebody to tank the team. Now, spoiler alert. I mean, this all happens in the first episode, so it's not like I'm giving anything away. Right. But we've I, got, I could have, I could have, you know what I, I think had, um, had coach beard in the first episode, not yelled out to one of the players, give them the heater, Ricky, um, because there's no Ricky on their team. I think you wouldn't have drawn those conclusions nearly as much. Sorry. <laughs> So we have, have I talked about, have I, ta- have I talked about our three episode rule? Um, if you have, I've forgotten about it. So it's new to me. So no, let's say not. Okay. So we'll have the intern check later, but I don't believe so. Uh, the Briggs family has a three episode rule that we have adopted where if you're going to start a series, you have to give it at least three episodes before you give up, right? The pilot is always intro. It's not all, I mean, everybody's still finding themselves. You still got to figure out who the characters are. You really got to give everybody, you got to give everybody three episodes, give them a fair shake, right? Three episodes. By by the way, that rule is no longer in effect and hasn't been for about 10 years at NBC, ABC, or CBS, but yeah, we, we put one episode on and it sucked. So, uh, yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna trash the other 12 episodes we ordered anyway, but, but it does make sense. You should give it a little bit of time because the pilot's always kind of weird, right? Cause they're setting everything up. So you don't know what the show's really like. So good idea. The, what was the, what pilot, what pilot was I watching where somebody, I mean, they, you, they, one of the things about a pilot is they say the characters' names out loud over and over, much more so than I would normally do. Right, Todd? Yeah, I understand that, Dwayne. That makes sense, Dwayne. So they do that. They So during the pilot, one of the characters said to the other one something about one, one question the other about something, and the second character replies something like, yeah, I'm still trying to get everybody's names down. <laughs> right. Like, all right, right. Just like a nod and a wink to the audience. Yep, absolutely. Yep, yeah, it was it was great. And because, I mean, we clearly could tell what was going on. It was absolutely a fourth wall kind of moment. So we got three episodes in. And I I don't even have to say that it grew on me because I liked it from the outset. I mean, I liked Major League, but I really, I liked it. The characters were, the characters were so likable. The writing is really, really good. And we started watching and we kept watching and we kept watching and we watched the entire first. Knocked knocked out 10 episodes and five hours of TV in one sitting. (laughs) Yes, we did. Did you really do that? Yes, we really did that. And it wasn't exactly one sitting. I mean, we watched and then, you know, made lunch and then watched some more while we ate and then 
eventually made dinner and then watched some, right? I mean, it was, which seems kind of weird, but hear me out on this. If we had on the same rainy Saturday afternoon decided to sit down and watch Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, it would have taken less time. No, it would have taken more time to watch Avengers. Yes, yes. yes. That's what I'm, to watch yes. two movies. You spent less time watching an entire season of Ted Lasso than watching two Avengers movies. Exactly. That's yeah. That was the, yes, thank you. That was the point I was trying to make. So all in all, you know, not a bad afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there's worse ways to spend the afternoon than with that, uh, with that show. So Ted, so, Ted Lasso on Apple plus, if you haven't watched it, Todd highly recommends <laughs> we do too. And, and did you see, I mean, we're not going to continue talking about this for people who haven't seen it people who have seen it. They don't want to care about it anyway, but the, the Schitt's Creek vibe, but not as much, right? Did you pick up on that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Overwhelmingly positive. Just, Yes. And somehow they've, I mean, you know, the other pieces they've, they've managed to, because again, right. And as we've talked about this, right. The, the assumption was they made it, they literally made an entire show out of a character in, in commercials. Well, how one dimensional is that going to be? And it's amazing in the five hours of how much depth that they have provided multiple characters against the, it's sort of like, like you said, oh, I've seen this before, right? Oh, this is Major League. You've got the owner, you've got the coach, you've got the star player. Oh, I know how this is going to go. And it somehow very quickly and very in an entertaining way, they managed to provide depth for all of those characters in ways that are not, it's not sappy per se. And you're like, oh, there's a lot more to this character than I ever realized. Which is also, I, I mean, I think that's pretty interesting, right? Because the characters at the end of episode episode ten are nowhere near the characters that they are at the beginning. Right. Yep. Did you? So, speaking of taking a one-off character and turning it into an entire series, have you ever watched Brockmire? I have not. I have. Here's the thing. I saw something about it a while ago and went, "Man, that looks pretty good. I should watch it." And then never did. And then like six months ago, I saw an episode for it or a, a commercial for it. And I'm like, boy, that looks really good. I wonder why I haven't. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's a thing I was going to watch. And then I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is for those of you. So anybody that doesn't know Brockmire or, or what what I'm talking about, this is Hank Azaria where he plays a major league broadcaster. So you have to like baseball, probably. But season one also has Amanda Pete in it who I just adore. I could watch Amanda Peet. She's just a fantastic actress. She's great. Loved it. Um, it's. I'm going to say it's not for everybody. The, there is um, both language and sexual situations in it. So fair warning. But if you like Hank Azaria being Hank Azaria, oh my God, it is. It's friggin' hilarious. Oh, so, so good. <laughs> There you go. An upvote for, and there's multiple seasons of that, right? Has that wrapped up? Yeah. Um, I think there's four now. It's on IFC, which isn't always the easiest <laughs> thing to get to. I, IFC is the cable version of UHF channels. It really is. I mean, in theory, you should be able to get them maybe depending on where you live, but in reality, it's almost impossible. 
you know, season one might be on Hulu now. Season one is definitely better than seasons two and three. And I think we might be on season four, and I have not managed to watch any of that yet. But season one, far and away. Guest appearances by Joe Buck. Good stuff. Really good stuff. By the way, speaking of seasons available where, uh, because we've talked about it again. Oh, yes. Yes. The last, the final season of Schitt's Creek is now available on Netflix. Without commercials. Oh, that's so good. That alone just makes it. So anyway, it's time to start from the beginning. Watch it all the way through. We could start that podcast. The other, other, other podcast is us watching Schitt's Creek and commenting we could start a Shit's Creek podcast and evaluate every episode like they did for the West Wing Weekly. What do you think of that? We're going to need to get a sponsor or something for one of these. <laughs> so that we can hire another editor? Well, I was mostly thinking so I can justify the time of spending <laughs> recording another podcast. But sure, to hire another editor. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Right. We don't want to overwork the editor. Did you watch anything this week? Um, surprisingly we did. And we watched on Netflix, uh, we watched Enola Holmes. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, that seems to be all the rage at this point. Now, is this a movie or a series? So it is a movie that feels like if they so desire, they could use what was set up here to become a series or multiple movies if they wanted. So it it feels like it it could they could do more with this, but right now it is just a, it is well just it is it is a it's a single film. But I've got to believe. I mean, it's being well, it's Netflix. Who knows their algorithm is? Well, too many people are watching this, so we canceled it. What? Yeah, don't worry about it. Read our book. It's it's been it's been fairly. I think it's been uh, there. A lot of critics have liked it. A number of I've seen and a lot of people recommending it. And so I think they could take this and they could probably make it into additional content if they want. And this is Sherlock Holmes's sister. Yeah. So this is um yes. So this is Sherlock Holmes' younger sister, um okay. and and tells um tells her story. And Sherlock and Mycroft are in this, but the lead character is their sister, Enola Holmes, and how she how she gets through this entire thing, which does include detective work, right? Sherlock Holmes, detective work, but there's a lot more going on. But but it's uh, it's based on a book. Um, it's based on a, a series of books. And so in this movie, Enola is a teenager, and um, this is kind of her first adventure. So, uh, if you're looking for, you know, if you're looking for a good movie, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty good and it's something it's, it's telling a Sherlock Holmes like story, but through, through, through a female protagonist, right. Which is, which is kind of an interesting take on this. So I think, I think Amy may have watched it Now you said, you said a movie that they eventually, or series of movies then that they turned into a series. Did you ever see any of the librarians or the librarian movies with Noah Wiley that they ended up turning into a series? For a second, before you said Noah Wiley, the joke I was going to say is, no, we didn't get Cinemax because that just sounds like a series. Of, have you seen the series of librarian? Like, whoa, whoa, no, hey, this is whoa, not no. a, uh, no, I did, I, I did not see the Noah Wiley vehicle, the librarians. Rebecca Romaine joined the cast at some point and then she... 
and John Larroquette were the primary leads along with these underlings that they would then dispatch. But it was Bob Newhart was on it. Some big names there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where you can watch it now, but the movies were pretty good. The series was was pretty good. It's a it's, did you ever watch Warehouse 13? Um, no, I did not. Another similar kind of plot where there are these magical artifacts that oh, yeah. are wreaking okay. havoc somewhere. And so either the uh, government agents at Warehouse 13 or in the librarians, the librarian who catalogs all these magical instruments, you know, Excalibur, for example, right? the sling that David used, right? Or, you know, these these kinds of historical artifacts that are wreaking havoc somewhere. So the the librarians are dispatched to go clean it up, right? Or the agents from Warehouse 13 are dispatched to go clean it up. Both really good series. If you if you like those kinds of science fiction adventure sort of things, fun stuff. Good. Yeah. Hmm. Just can't believe you, you didn't go. watch either of those things. Those would really be right up your alley. Yeah, I was, I don't know. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really, did you ever watch um, Firefly? Nope, nope, no, no of it. Um, Damn. Here's the, here's the thing. If I would have, so f- from everything I know from people talking about Firefly, if if I would have watched Firefly, you would have known it because I'd be constantly referring to it. <laughs> <laughs> Including what along what, with your disappointment that they didn't go longer than one season. Right. Right. Including things like, so you should really check out Ted Lasso. I mean, it's no Firefly, but it's not bad. That, <laughs> all right. Um so, Enola Holmes. So th- this week's anyway. this week's promos include Enola Holmes, Ted Lasso, Warehouse 13, The Librarians. What else did we recommend? I think that covers the, uh, I think that covers a lot of what we did. Shout hub. Uh, oh, wait, no, apparently the Avengers. Oh yes. That's always a good thing to do. Yeah. 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 Uh, Luke <laughs> right now, Lucas is watching all of the movies in chronological order, not the order in which they were released, but the, in the, the order that they happened in, in the, the MCU. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's like nine hours in or nine movies in. I, I don't know. I <laughs> And that's, and that's the, I mean, you, you, you have to go, you have to go to like CNET or whatever and get the guide because, yes. because it's complicated. It's ridiculously complicated to understand the actual order in which those movies in theory take place within the Marvel cinematic universe. Be, because you're like, wait, I have to start where? Yeah, no, the, the first movie they released that's later. So don't worry about that. Yeah, we shucked and jived this far. Uh, do you want to move into this week? I learned and get this uh, wrapped up. Sure, <laughs> sounds good. You want to go first? Or you want me to? Uh, I can go first. This could have been follow up as well, but I saved it because I needed to learn something this week. So remember that for a couple of episodes, we've we've talked about uh, we've talked about Ring and their uh, flying drone, <laughs> and uh, they're they're inside your house flying drone and. Uh, and then you you had follow up as well about about ring security systems, I believe, right? Yes, yes. Um, because we hypothesized putting a, a, some kind of 
shooting device, a turret of some oh, sort. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arming them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Arming the drone. And then alternatively, arming the robot vacuum that would communicate with the drone and be called yeah. as backup. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got okay, a yes, robot army. Yes. God, that's so much better than what I had, what I learned this week. And this sounds like Todd's tech corner, but we don't do that anymore. So this is absolutely not. But what I also learned about Ring was when they announced the um, autonomous drone that will fly around inside your house um, without you doing anything, they also announced a number of other products. And they also, at the same time, they announced that they were going to, uh, did we talk about them setting up their own uh, network? I don't remember if we did that or not. Their own podcast network? Oh, that'd be good. No, 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 no. Here's what they've announced. Um, if you have any ring devices, a number of ring devices, they will they they, they will create their own hidden um, they will create their own network. So uh, if you put a security camera in your house, the security camera broadcasts a secret network that only other ring products can talk to. And then they will funnel that through your network. <laughs> and if you own existing, if you buy a new product, it will ask you if it can use your network for their secret surveillance network. But if you own an existing product, they will automatically opt you in and turn it on without notifying you. So uh, there you go. You're now just using your internet to power the ring uh, neighborhood surveillance network that is secret that you can't see, uh, but other people can use. So really um, yeah well, that seems handy isn't it though right i believe uh let me see here they codenamed it uh what's the code name skynet no that's 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 are, something else are are they including are they including like tile trackers in that as well so that you could do, do those maybe those already opt into that secret network and no tile's a different company but this is amazon products so um they're calling it sidewalk and it's more than just ring can ring things though. By the way, here's everything that will tie into that network and also broadcast. So it's a ring floodlight cam, spotlight cam, but then you get into all of the Amazon echoes. Sorry if I just triggered anything. So a 2017 echo, a 2019 echo, an echo dot, pretty much every echo that has been produced since 2017 will also automatically at some point get an upgrade and become a network repeater for sidewalk, which is the amp. Actually it's not ring. It's, it's Amazon. Amazon is providing a secret surveillance network. So using your equipment and your internet. So if I have, which I do have Amazon even on my phone and have that turned on. So basically anything that you could say, Hey Alexa, I need potato chips. Um, not your phone. But if you have if you have any of those if you have any devices inside your house, they will be sidewalk compatible. Compatible. Well, that makes it sound much nicer. Yeah, right. It's sidewalk compatible. What does compatible mean? Oh, that means it's broadcasting a, a secret surveillance network that uses your internet that other people can attach to. Yeah. Don't worry. It's fine. Is is it a secret surveillance network to fight inflation? <laughs> I, I was going to say, don't worry. It's for the kids. <laughs> That's better than what I had. <laughs> All right. What did you learn this week? So I had a video chat with Reagan because he had to show me his new Lego Kylo Ren 
and Kylo Ren ship. Yep. Lego Kylo Ren comes with the Kylo Ren helmet, right? Okay. But, and Reagan taught me this, if you take off the Kylo Ren helmet and you put on the Severus Lego Severus Snape hair on the Kylo Ren figure, it's still Kylo Ren. The Severus Snape hair is the Kylo Ren hair. Wow. Okay. Right? Would would you have ever thought of that? Admittedly, no. Um, no. I, I would not have. I would not have contemplated that. Now I feel like so that's eight Harry Potter movies, and if you if you stake to just the Kylo Ren movies, there's three more, or you just buy the Lego set, or you, you know what, you just take his word for it, which you should always do. Okay. All right. But yes, I. So you should always you should always listen to Reagan. So what he's discovered is either that they reuse the wig in production, which they both were shot in England. So, you know, they might've possible. Right? Yes. Possible. Right. Or that somebody at Lego said, how long is it going to take us to build a new mold for Kylo Ren's hair? How long? Oh, we don't have that much time. And somebody said, I think we got this covered. <laughs> we close enough. We, we had, we had a huge overrun on, on the Snape, on the Snape hair. We got, we got it. We got to dump this someplace. We made them all thinking they were going to do two more movies, but they didn't. Yeah. So now what we got them in a warehouse somewhere. We'll find just, them. I got just, it. I got this. Just, there's just a warehouse on the outside of the M25 with just, just like floor to ceiling. <laughs> Snape hair. Snape hair. And somebody's like, if I don't find a way to use this, I am so fired. <laughs> So that's that's what I learned this week, courtesy of Reagan. Love that kid. <laughs> you know what he learned? He his stuff's a lot more interesting than mine. So um, maybe we just go in on maybe we should just go in on Reagan's tech corner and call it good. Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com. That's .com, Incompetech.com, under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can find Talking to Todd on Overcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. Search Talking and the number two. No G, no space. Tell your friends. Uh, our merch, The uh, both of those, the 30th anniversary. That sounds sounds grandiose. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. Let's go with that. (laughs) You know, after this week, it feels like it's been 30 years doing this show. It feels like it's been Um, 30 years this week. 30, the 30th episode commemorative mug, as well as the uh, talking to Todd catchphrases mug are both on Zazzle. This week's code is October offer. Uh, 60% off business cards, 50% off stickers, rubber stamps, and more. I don't know exactly what more entails, but if you need some more October offer. Have we thought about offering talking to Todd rubber stamps? It just says like failure is always an option. Just (laughs) I'll work on that. (laughs) Just just throwing that out as an idea. That's a really good idea. Isn't that great? That's yep. Grab your rattles. (laughs) Uh, you can tweet at us at talking to Todd. And the website is talkingtotod.com. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones. Please tell your friends if you like what you heard here. 
You can send as always. Please send your feedback. It's at least, well, this week, I think it was half of the show. <laughs> send us your feedback at feedback at talking to Todd.com. Todd? By the way, if you want to get, uh, if you want to get the Kylo Ren hairstyle for yourself, you can go to heroandvillainsstyle.com. And then you can go to the Kylo Ren hairstyle parentheses and how to get it. And it will tell you, I think, how to make your hair, how to style it to make it look like it's only four steps. It's yeah. Anyway, hero and villain style.com. You know what? I'm going to probably have to look at this and see if the directions for the Kylo Ren hairstyle are the same as Severus Snape. You know what? Um, I was going to say that's a follow-up for next week. The odds are I'm not going to get to it, but if I, you know, we might do, or do they have all of the Anakin Skywalker hairstyles from buzz cut to long flowing mane to bald? Well, so the first one, uh, and where do you put them? The first one uh, does. I don't, I don't even know what that one is because, uh, that would be probably be from a movie that nobody should have ever seen the first time and shouldn't exist. So, uh, yeah, there were more than two movies with Anakin. Huh? Weird. At least you have the high ground. And if you don't know what that's a reference to, Google it. Anakin Skywalker's hairdresser needs is the high ground. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going down a rat hole here in heroes and villains style. I've totally lost you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, hey, you know what? Uh, Just just real time follow up. I. This isn't actually that, this is not that good of a website. I finally, I, you, you go there, I can't even find out how to get to the hairstyles. And so you, you click on the one, two, three, four. The fifth link is the heroes. The sixth link is the villains. Well, what the hell is the first four? Oh, about articles, guides, reviews. Anyway, you go to the heroes page, you get uh, the top four stories are, this is scary, Dwayne, uh, a guide to Harvey's sunglasses. 11 specter quotes to live by that has nothing to do with style. Okay. Harvey's formal style. Again, they're all in on Harvey, but the fourth ep- the fourth one, Anakin Skywalker hair and how to get it. This, this website is the rabbit hole to end all rabbit holes. <laughs> you know what? We might, we might be going in on uh no, we're not. I was going to say, we might be going in on hair and style next, next time that, that no, we're not doing that. Definitely not doing that. If, if you've got feedback on hairstyles or any others, send them to feedback at talking to Todd.com or Harry styles. We'll talk about that too. I don't, you know, whatever the music. Sure. Fine. Let's one direction. They're on a hiatus. They're not broken up. They're on a hiatus. That was, that was for Lindsay <laughs> until next week. We've been talking to Todd. <laughs> Did you want to edit anything in this cold open? Or are you good with the way it is? I'll read whatever you put in front of me. I'm Todd Prince. <laughs>